Hello, this is Cherry from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, May 7th, and the big news is coming from the heart of the national capital where several lawyers and activists were detained for protesting outside the Supreme Court of India. Activists were protesting against the decision of an in-house inquiry panel of the Supreme Court that gave a clean chit to the Chief Justice of India, Ranjan Gogoi, in a sexual harassment case. Protesters were taken to the Mandir Mark police station and were released around 4 hours later. At least 3 journalists, including News Laundry's Gaurav Sarkar, were also briefly detained. According to India Today, prohibitory orders under section 144 were imposed around the top court. Such an order prevents assembly of four or more people. Yesterday, a three-member inquiry committee had dismissed the allegations of sexual harassment leveled against CJI Gogoi by a former Supreme Court employee. The court secretary general said that the committee found, quote, no substance in the allegations, unquote. The 35-year-old former court staffer had sent a complaint to 22 judges on April 19th. Following the announcement of the in-house panel's decision, the complainant said she was very disappointed with the panel's decision. She added, quote, "Today my worst fears have come true and all hope of justice and redress from the committee have been shattered." Unquote. The top court has also said that the inquiry committee's report is only for the eyes of the Chief Justice of India or senior judges. That is, the report was not liable to be made public. This raises some very important questions. First, if the report was not to be made public, can a conclusion that is in favor of the accused be published selectively? Two, given the favorable conclusion and in the absence of reasons explaining the conclusion, doesn't this prejudice the case against the complainant? Three, without knowing the content of the report, how would the complainant be able to challenge this outcome? as matters stand now the complainant has written to the in-house committee asking for a copy of the report the letter addressed to the committee members states quote it is rather strange that the complainant in a case of sexual harassment is not to be provided with a copy of the report which finds her complaint to be without substance my complaint has been held by the committee to be this without giving me any reasons for the same unquote The committee is comprised of Justices S.A. Bhopte, Indira Banerjee and Indu Malhotra. The results of the Indian Certificate Secondary Education and the Indian School Certificate exams, that is the ICSE and the ISC exams, have been announced. The Council for the Indian School Certificate Examinations, or the CISCE, reported a 98.54 pass percentage for ICSE and a 96.52 pass percentage for ISC. The council also said that the girls had outperformed male candidates in both the examinations. Woohoo, go girls. The council said that the western region was the best performer for ICSC in 2019 with a 99.76 pass percentage followed by the southern region with a 99.73 pass percentage. This is called kaante ki takkar. In the case of the ISC, the southern region performed the best with 98.91%, followed by the western region with a 98.13%. After spending more than 500 days in prison, Myanmar has finally freed two Reuters journalists who were jailed for violating the Official Secrets Act. The two journalists were freed from prison on the outskirts of Yangon earlier today. 
The duo's release was part of a blanket pardon given to over 6,500 prisoners by President U Mi Mint. According to the Associated Press, Mint has pardoned thousands of other prisoners in mass amnesties since last month. The report states that it is customary for authorities to free prisoners across the country around the time of the traditional New Year, which began on April 17th. In September last year, two journalists, Choso U and Valon, were sentenced to seven years in jail. They were working on a Reuters investigation into the killing of ten Rohingya Muslim men in Rakhine State during an army crackdown in 2017. Following their arrest, the report was completed and published by their colleagues. The report won the Pulitzer Prize for international reporting in April earlier this year. Reporting about the excesses of the police and the state is not easy. It involves considerable risk. To send reporters out to get you stories that legacy newsrooms might not cover, we need your support. We need you to step up. Do consider subscribing to newslaundry.com. You can do this by going to newslaundry.com/slash-subscription. Only your support can ensure the survival of news and independent newsrooms. The Editors Guild of India today urged the Election Commission to take action against those who attacked journalists in West Bengal. These attacks took place during the fifth phase of the Lok Sabha elections yesterday, when voting was underway in seven seats in the state. In a statement, the guild stated that journalists from NewsX, ABP Ananda, and Z News were attacked. allegedly by trinamool congress or tmc workers it added quote the guild urges the election commission of india to initiate necessary action against those who indulged in physical violence against journalists and asks the tmc led west bengal government to ensure law and order in the state so that journalists are not attacked by political parties and they can perform their professional duties safely unquote The guild statement added that physical attacks against journalists are always reprehensible but particularly so during elections as they undermine fair media scrutiny of an election. The Indian Express had reported that two of its journalists were injured when TMC workers allegedly ransacked a Bharatiya Janata Party candidate Arjun Singh's vehicle in the Barakpur Lok Sabha constituency. It is time for former Pakistan Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif to return to jail. Given that his bail has expired, the former Pakistan PM is likely to surrender himself to authorities at Lahore's Kot Lapat Jail. Sharif was granted an interim bail in March after his counsel had argued that the former PM urgently needed an angiography. The country's Supreme Court has rejected Sharif's review petition seeking an extension of the bail and another plea to allow him to travel abroad for treatment. The court had asked Sharif to deposit two bail bonds worth 5 million rupees each. It also imposed certain conditions like the former PM could not leave the country and would have to surrender after 6 weeks, failing which Sharif would be arrested. In December, a court in Pakistan had sentenced Sharif to 7 years in jail and fined him 2.5 million dollars, which is approximately 17.5 crore rupees. In September 2017, the National Accountability Bureau in Pakistan had filed three corruption cases against Sharif and his children. Before I wrap up, I'd recommend that you check out some very important reports on newslaundry.com. First is a report by a correspondent Gaurav Sarkar. On May 4th, Gaurav was at the Rouse Avenue District Court complex to cover the deposition of former Union Minister MJ Akbar. 
The former union minister was deposing in connection with his defamation case against journalist Priya Ramani. With several news organizations, including the Indian Express and news agency ANI, misreporting Akbar's comments, Gaurav's piece provides an honest account of what went down. The chatter, the fireworks and everything else. Also do check out Amina Khatun's report on the two journalists who were attacked by TMC supporters in West Bengal. It was in this regard that the Editors Guild had written to the Election Commission. Amina spoke to the two journalists to bring you the details of what transpired and the challenges that journalists face while reporting. While you're at it, do remember to subscribe to News Laundry and support independent media. Seriously, subscribe. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.